So there may be times where it may make sense for you to actually speak for free because of the lead generation or for some other reasons that may make sense for you and what it is that you're trying to do. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Strategy Show. In this episode, I'm super pumped to have Grant Baldwin here, master of the speaking world, because we are following up our conversation and now we have a plan. If you didn't listen to the last two episodes, there is the whole checklist and the whole plan there, how to start. But now we want to talk money. What about the pricing? How do we get the pricing right? And of course, how do we raise it and scale it from there? Yeah, good question. So there's a bunch of different variables and factors that go into pricing. And again, we talked about this on the episode a couple of weeks ago. Uh, some of this depends on your, uh, what your speaking model is, you know, so there may be times where it may make sense for you to actually speak for free because of the lead generation or for some other reasons that may make sense for you and what it is that you're trying to do. But let's assume for a second, that you are trying to I go speak, I collect a check, and that's the goal, right? I want to get paid to go speak at a certain event. Uh, and so there's a couple of variables and factors that go into it. One is going to be your industry. You can charge more in some industries versus others. You can charge more speaking to associations, associations versus corporations. You can charge more speaking to, um, uh, to colleges versus elementary schools, right? It's not that one's better or worse than the other, but you can just charge more in some industries versus others. You can also... Um, uh, you can charge, uh, excuse me, your, your, another variable and factor is going to be your experience level. And so if you're a brand new speaker, just getting started, you typically won't be able to charge as much as someone who's been doing this for you know, several months or years. And just frankly, a better speaker. Uh, and another variable and factor is going to be your marketing materials. So we touched about it on the last episode, your website, your demo video, you want to make sure that those things look sharp, that they do look professional. Because uh, whether we like it or not, people judge books by their covers. And so you want to make sure everything looks good for what it is that you are communicating, right? So if your website, your video looks bad. People assume that you're you're a poor speaker, even though that may not be the case. It may not be accurate. So you want to make sure again that that everything looks sharp and looks professional. So those would be a, be a couple of the big factors and variables that come into uh, how much you should be charging as a speaker. Beautiful. Um, before we go into the assets and if a book is still the one thing to do or the website, etc. One step back. Some people say it's about volume. When you start, just do your first. 20, your first 30 gigs, even if it's for free. Maybe you get a video about it and should be happy enough. What's your take on that? Should one start for free? What's the limit? What's the tipping point? Yeah, I don't know that there is like a, a certain tipping point where, hey, after you've done X, you know, after you've done 10 gigs or 50 gigs, or you have to do this many gigs first for free uh, before you before you can get paid. Sure, that's fine. If you, you know, you can certainly do that. And there again, there are times where it may make sense to speak for free at events. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, what I would say, though, is if you're going to speak for free, you need to know why you're doing it, meaning that uh, there can be some real value there, but don't just do it out of the goodness of your heart. So if you're going to speak for free, uh, you're providing something of value, and so you have to receive something of value in exchange. One of the things we touched on was that the way you get better as a speaker is that you speak, right? Uh, and so it's hard to... Um, you know, it's hard to get better as a speaker if there's not a lot of opportunities for you. And so it may make, may make sense for you to speak for free at something just to get the practice, just to get some of the, the at-bats and the reps in. Uh, so that may make, make sense for you. Like we talked about on lead generation. 
If you have some type of, of uh, product or service that you want to offer, it may make sense for you to speak for free. Um, it may make sense to, for you to speak for free uh, if it's a cool place, it's a cool destination that you want to go to, right? Um, so there's a lot of reasons where it may make sense to speak for free, uh, even just to build relationships, to network with other people. There's other speakers or the event planner, uh, you know that they have other events. And so if you work, if you do a good job with them, that they may hire you for other things in the future. So, uh, so again, all that to say, there's a lot of reasons why it may make sense to speak for free. You you just have to be clear on, on why you're doing it. But they answered the question, like, I, I don't think there's any threshold where, you know, you, you have to do X number of, of gigs for free before you are, you know, quote unquote qualified uh, to be a speaker. I know some speakers who uh, they did a whole bunch of gigs for free first uh, and some who didn't do any gigs uh, for free first. And that's fine. Both, both are effective, both work. Uh, there's still like today I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of paid gigs, but I'll still do free gigs here and there uh, for when it makes sense. Again, I'm, I'm providing something of value. So as long as I'm receiving something of value in, in return, then uh, I can, you know, that makes sense for the business. Cool. You want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? What, what are currently the, the prices out there in associations, in corporations? What can somebody, if they get really good at speaking, what can they charge for? Yeah, good question. So uh, we touched on this a couple of episodes ago. Uh, a shortcut answer would be uh, to go to myspeakerfee.com, myspeakerfee.com. Like we talked about, it is a, a free speaking fee calculator where you answer a couple different questions. It'll tell you what you should be charging as a speaker based on a bunch of different variables and factors there. So we touched on, you know, your, your industry is going to be a big factor, uh, your experience level, um, what your kind of goal is with speaking. Uh, so there's going to be a couple different variables and factors there that, that will, it will take into consideration. So so uh, definitely check out uh, myspeakerfee.com. But um, for, for speakers who are, are kind of newer, up and coming, you know, usually anywhere between $1,000 and $5,000 is uh, a decent starting point, uh, $5,000 to $10,000. The speakers who've been at it for a little while, they are pretty solid um, kind of up and coming uh, speakers, in, especially in the corporate and association space. Um, you know, churches, education, nonprofit is usually going to be like in that one to $5,000 range. Um, and then from 10 to $20,000, you're going to have some like really strong, uh, corporate and association speakers who've been at it for a long time, who have a little bit of name recognition. Uh, and then those who have more name recognition and are some of the best speakers are going to be anywhere from, you know, 20,000 to way, way, way up from there. Uh, so it can certainly vary, uh, significantly depending on, again, a couple different factors there. Cool. What is one of your main clients or somebody that can be studied if you say, Okay, that's that you can study that path. You can study how this person does it. Who would you recommend? Well, again, I think it depends on 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 what your what your goals are as a speaker, right? So I would highly recommend that you follow this exercise and that you look for people who are a step or two ahead of you. So, you know, in the previous episode we talked about 
you know, the example of if you are wanted to speak to realtors, right? Um, that I would look for a realtor speaker who is someone who, again, is not light years ahead of you, but just a, you know, a step or two ahead of you, maybe a year or two ahead of you who, uh, that you could, you could kind of look at and see as an example of what that path might look like. But that path might look totally different for someone who's saying, I want to speak to college students or I want to speak to high school students or I want to speak to, um, you know, I want to speak in the medical industry, right? So there's a lot of different options and, and paths that you can take. So I think it's, again, good to look for someone who, that you can kind of model who's a step or two ahead of you. But uh, I wouldn't, there's not necessarily like, hey, there's this one person and everybody look at this person because their path is going to be different than, than your path. Let's talk assets. What are assets that I can build along the way uh, that I can leverage to have a better price? Is book still the one thing or what is it nowadays? Yeah, again, this depends a little bit on the industry. So um, having a book is great, but having, I think there, there was a time where people said, well, in order to be a speaker, you have to have a book. And I don't think that that's true at all. Um, you know, we, we, I mentioned we had just, uh, just released our new book, um, the successful speaker. Uh, and I have booked a lot of gigs long before without a book. And so you don't have to have a book in order to be a speaker. So I would not ever view that as a prerequisite. If you have a book, great. As long as the book, uh, as long as the speaking that you're doing is in alignment with what the book is about. Um, so I see some speakers who say, Hey, I have a book on, on X topic, but I have, uh, I want to do speaking on Y topic. And then there's just kind of that, that disconnect there. So if you're going to speak, if you're going to have a book, then uh, I would highly recommend that you uh, make sure that they are in alignment. Now, as for your question as, as what some of the other options are, yeah, you can do a, you know, you can do a book, you can do a course, you can do coaching, you can do consulting, you can do a podcast, you can do any number of things. But again, this comes back to like what, what your goals are and what it is that you want to accomplish. So, um, you know, so right now I, I do some speaking, I do a lot of courses, we do some group coaching. Um, and that's the core of what our business looks like. Um, I don't, I don't do any one-on-one -on -one coaching really. Uh, I don't do any live events. We don't do any masterminds. Like all those things work. All those things are effective. Uh, you can find speakers who are using all of those, those uh, and coaches and trainers who are using those type of, of uh, business models. And that's fine. So you have to be clear on what your goals are as a speaker and make sure that you're building your business that way. Beautiful. One thing you did change your mind about recently about speaking. What is something I changed my mind on? One, one thing that you changed my, your mind about. Um, hmm, one thing I changed my mind on. Uh, well, I think like, especially right now, I mean, at the time of this recording, you know, there's, there is all this coronavirus scare right now. And so uh, I think it opens up new opportunities for some, for some virtual speaking. Um, I don't think virtual speaking is ever going to replace uh, physical in-person events. Again, people crave that, that human interaction. I think we're seeing that right now with so much of the world uh, isolated and quarantined um, and, and, you know, cities and communities and countries on lockdown. Uh, people love being with other people. And so uh, I think that the, the speaking industry, again, has a lot of, um, uh, has a lot of stability in that, that people will always want to, to be together with other people, but virtual is something that can also kind of fill the void. Um, when, uh, when a, a physical in-person event, you know, can't, can't be possible. Beautiful. Um, is there something that I forgot to ask you? I don't think so. Like there's uh, no shortage of, uh, things around the, uh, the speaking industry. Um, and so if there's anything we can do to help serve and support people, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Let me know. Again, the book is the successful speaker, five steps for booking gigs, getting paid, building your platform. Uh, we go way in depth on all of these topics, uh, in the book. So, uh, definitely check it out.
Beautiful. Thank you so much, Grant, for your generosity, for sharing your knowledge. And people, check this stuff out. This sounds really like a step-by-step and very helpful thing if you want to speak more. Sounds good. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.